Hi, this is Jalen for Dobbs, where tire buying is easy. At GoToDobbs.com, shop brands, sizes, pricing, and our amazing deals. With 40-plus locations, get same-day install. For tires, it's Dobbs. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Michelle and Randy, let's go to the Brown and Crouppen Celebrity Line. Greg Amzinger, MLB Network, is standing by. He is working hard now that the season has started. Good morning, Greg. How are you doing? Uh, I'm doing well. I was just thinking, could you imagine if you were on a word count, Randy? And let's say you're really, really rolling, like you're having the best show you've had. It's like a historically good show. And Matthew, your producer, has to tap you on the shoulder and go, You've exceeded your word count, Randy. Uh, you're not going to be able to finish the show. Mm-hmm. And you're like, whoa, no, 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 no. We've got Reggie Jackson coming up. I really want to interview Reggie Jackson. I know, but but Randy, you're, you're way past your word count. I'm going to do this for you. And you're like, you know what? That is an individual goal of mine to interview Reggie Jackson. But for the team, I understand. You want me healthy for the stretch run, and I'm going to bail. I am. Take the microphone. You do Reggie. I'm out. What in the hell are we doing? This is crazy. It's crazy. Greg, I couldn't agree with you more. I'm, I lost my mind over this this morning. I'm thinking, that for especially for a sport, Greg, that is so into history. You have history there that he can go out and be the 24th person to ever achieve this, and you're going to pull him. At at this stage of Clayton Kershaw's career, can we take the kid gloves off? I mean, honestly, he's a first ballot Hall of Famer. He's the best pitcher of this generation. Can we let this guy make the, his own call? I get it when you've got a young, say Dakota Hudson's rolling, seven perfect innings, and you're like, ah, he just got healthy, he's important to the team, fairly young guy, maybe his tail's wagging too much. You won't know how to navigate these waters but if it's Clayton Kershaw and he's only got a no hitter on his resume and he's got the best resume of any pitcher in this generation for crying out loud be quiet and let him make the call let him do that he knows better than anybody if he can continue to go 80 pitches it's cold he's throwing the perfect game it was gonna happen and it did not let this guy who's had so many great moments finish this thing off. He hasn't exceeded 200 innings since 2015. We, we continuously act like he's about to fall apart. I don't know why. Because he is. Yeah. Yeah, come on. <laughs> he gets hurt every year. Uh, no, no he, he deals with some back issues. Every pitcher has moments where they're hurt every year, other than Max Scherzer. Every pitcher does. Why in the world every broadcaster deals with laryngitis? Mm-hmm. So for crying out loud, do we have to pull Greg Amsinger from his show <laughs> or Brandy character from his show? It's ridiculous, man. It is out, out of this world 
weird. I feel like aliens do. I, I believe aliens exist. And I think they look down on our planet and they laugh at some of the things we do. And this is one of those things they laugh at. They're like, what in the hell's wrong with these people? Greg, Jesse Rogers has a great piece up at ESPN.com. We're going to talk to him later. And one of the points that's made by Dave Dombrowski is at some point, every team, every franchise will have to press the reset button and, and go backwards. The Cardinals clearly have not had a losing season under John Mozeliak. They make the playoffs way more times than they don't. Every other team in the National League has finished last in the league since 1990, except for the Cardinals. Last time they finished last was 1918. So do you look at this franchise and think, yeah, at some point they're going to have to tank? I I do not look at it that way. I think they're the exception to many rules, and I will point this out. It is a testament to a loyal fan base. When you have a, a machine that pumps out a product that people consume and they do it all the time, there is a level of expectation from your clients, okay? Uh, imagine you, oh, you run a cookie shop, and there's a line out the door every single morning for your freshly made cookies. But just because everyone else starts putting a bunch of crap in their cookies and they taste terrible once every seven years, why would you do that? Why would you do that? No one else has a line wrapped around the block for your cookies, but you do. So you understand that your customers have a level of expectation. I think fan bases impact a lot of this. And when they're hot and cold in terms of their loyalty to coming to a ballpark, you know, spending money on merchandise, then, yes, you'll see this up and down uh, performance level from certain teams and organizations because they think if, if you build a winner, they will come. The Cardinals have built a product, a culture, not exactly a winner, Winning came with the culture. That's why St. Louis is the best baseball town in America. It is the number one thing people want to do. They, the number one thing they want to consume are the Cardinals cookies. That's what they love eating more than anything else. So they are balancing free agent money, uh, drafting and developing the minor leagues better than any organization ever. It's now a lopsided competitive product. They understand you need veteran leaders, but you also need that young wave to have true depth to win a pennant. No other organization does this this way, but I believe it's a testament to a loyal fan base and their expectation year in, year out. Greg, you know me. I try not to have hot takes. I try not to overreact, but I'm ready to write down Vlad Guerrero Jr. in Sharpie for AL MVP. I mean, three home runs last night, two off Garrett Cole. His fingers bleeding, no big deal. This guy is just a monster. He's great, and I think we need to tinker with awards. Since Clayton Kershaw was talking about individual achievements <laughs> last night, I, I think we need most outstanding offensive player. You know, just we get the Davey O'Brien Award for the best quarterback in college football, and the Heisman shouldn't just always go to the best quarterback. It's just that's not the, the premise of the idea of the, of the award. I think we need the best offensive player, just like we have the, the Cy Young, no position player can win a Cy Young, although D. Strange Gordon did attempt uh, to win a Cy Young by throwing 59 <laughs> miles an hour the other day. Uh, but, you know, I, 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 he's the best hitter. I, I think he's the best hitter. If Shohei Otani gives us 70% of what he did last year, just 70, you cannot not give him the most valuable player award. 
when you're the ace of one of the 30 teams in Major League Baseball and you're the second best hitter of one of the 30 teams in Major League Baseball, you are more valuable than anyone else. So I, I, it's a debate that goes back and forth. The Blue Jays have a lot of guys that rake, uh, not at the level of Vladdy. I get it. But until he starts throwing a you know eighty nine mile an hour change piece with a split and a hundred one, so Tony's a war to lose. Greg Amzinger with us on one hundred and one ESPN. Okay, we're a week into the season. The most striking or fun thing that you've seen so far, whether it be a team or an individual, what's been the the thing that you have noted most here in the first week of the season? Uh, there's a guy that plays for the Tampa Bay Rays that's just good for the game, Brett Phillips. Mm-hmm. Um, I really enjoy him. He's got this uh, merchandise, baseball is fun, and he wears these T-shirts. And people would say, ah, he's like Brandon Nemo. He's like all these really nice guys. Who cares? He had a moment uh, before the game where he got a chance to hang out with a little girl named Chloe. Uh, it's her second time battling cancer. And, I mean, she's like eight or nine years old. And he is her favorite player. And she gave him a friendship bracelet. He wore it in the game. And while she was being interviewed by Trisha Whitaker of their regional sports broadcast, he had a home run. And then afterwards gave an interview and was crying about it, crying about the impact this little girl had on him. People say all the time that, you know, certain players are just cheesy. They're so nice. We need to stop being critical of the people that are good for the game. We, we need to. This is everything you want. You want players to be true role models, and that is what Brett Phillips is. And the other thing I'll say is this. This stood out to me. Um, you know, I rip on the Philadelphia Phillies fan base because I, it's so abrasive the way they treat their players in comparison to what I grew up watching in St. Louis, mm-hmm. where you know fans just absolutely adore their players and, and, and even cheer them on when they struggle. When Alec Bohm, the young third baseman of the Phillies, committed his third error in three innings of one game, and they were booing him relentlessly, he got caught on camera saying, I, I can't stand this place. The D.D. Gregorius, you'd read his lips. I thought for sure he'd get booed every single day for the rest of the year. Instead, after he owned up to it, he said, yeah, I did say that. I obviously I didn't mean that, but I said it, and I'm sorry I said it. When I saw Philadelphia fans stand up and act like Cardinal fans and give him a standing ovation when he pinch hit with two outs in the eighth inning, I thought, you know what? The, the, the odd norms of baseball might be going away. And then I woke up the next day and saw Clayton Kershaw get pulled after 80 pitches <laughs> with a perfect game. I was like, yeah, you know what? I got ahead of myself. I got ahead of myself. Greg, if Max Scherzer has a perfect game through seven and Buck Showalter tries to take him out, what's he do? <laughs> I, I, well, he, he doesn't answer his phone for the next week because I'm going to berate him with voicemails uh, because I, I would be so upset. I, I don't see Buck doing that. I think he's going to let Max go because Max is going to tell him to get the hell off the mound. Max Scherzer wants that moment, man. And, and there are certain guys you got to let have that moment. You ask them if they want to keep going. They earn the right to have it. So, I, Randy, I'm going to guess you sided with Dave Roberts. I don't want to argue no, this you're early right, in the morning. Because, no, the, you're right, but it's not, it's not that I agree. It's just that I accept what baseball has become. And I'm not saying baseball has become a bad product. What I'm saying is... You better not. I, <laughs> yeah, bad for business, right? No, I, I did a segment the other day. I, might, I, know I'm, I know I'm long. I know I'm long. I did a segment talking about how pitching has changed. 
All these guys are getting hit in the head with fastballs. And, and Harold Reynolds keeps going, we, if they, they hit guys, they've got to be out of the big leagues. You've got to have fastball command. And the game has changed where fastball command is like the fourth thing pitchers need to have in the minor leagues to prove they're ready for the big leagues. So baseball has changed. Just because I'm pointing it out doesn't mean I think it's a bad version. I think there are exceptions to all rules in every sport. And Clayton Kershaw last night was the exception to this invisible rule that even though at the end of the year on baseball reference, you do not see how many pitches he threw each year. You just see innings, right? Mm-hmm. But for some weird reason, we're caught up on pitches every single night he performs. So I think he was the exception to the rule to not see that, to not respect that made me scratch my head and I try not to because I want to keep all my hair. <laughs> yeah, you need to preserve the that hair, too. Greg. That's for sure. Uh, Greg, I loved Greg's list on the greatest moments of Albert Pujols' career. Where would his first home run back wearing a Cardinals uniform land on the list? I think he cracks the list. I, I don't know which one I would I would bounce, but man, was that awesome. And, and you know, what's overlooked is you know, he had two other hits. He went three for four. He's <laughs> in the middle of the order. He's not done. And I know people raise an eyebrow and they're like, he's not hitting 21 home runs this year. Come on, Greg, stop. No, he's not. He's going to hit 25. (laughs) He's hitting 25 home runs this year. It will not go down to the wire. It's not going to go down to the last regular season game for him to reach his 700th home run. The machine is getting it done. And I'm telling you, the fan base is going to help him get there. And, And this humanity, of what he brings with Yadier Molina and Adam Wainwright, the end of the road for these three Cardinal legends, that's helping this team. The other players on this team can feel this energy. It's making them play at a higher level, and I can't wait to see what they do in this series they have with the Brewers that starts today. All these people on the Brewer bandwagon, I'm sorry, the Cardinals have the magic pixie dust. They do. I believe the Cardinals are the best in the Central, and they're going to start flexing that muscle this week. You're the best. We'll be watching MLB tonight. Thanks so much for the time. We always appreciate it, and we will talk to you soon. All right, and we'll go get some of those Cardinal cookies. <laughs> Good, thinking. Play the Bruce. Good thinking. <laughs> See you, Greg. See you, guys. Take Have care. a good day. Greg Amzinger, MLB Network on 101 ESPN. Hi, this is Chris Howard, host of Plugged In with Chris Howard. The college football playoff committee made their decision on Sunday, and as much as I loathe the idea of Ohio State losing their way into the college football playoff, I 100% agree with OSU making it in over Bama. Nick Saban citing some hypothetical point spreads to prove his point that the tie deserve a spot in the college football playoffs holds little substance when you consider Bama's best win is over Texas. No, the committee got it right. TCU had a great season with far more ranked wins than Bama and didn't deserve to lose their spot after playing a surging Kansas State in a championship game. And Ohio State, while not playing some of their best ball later in the season, was still 12-0 until they came face-to-face with my Wolverines. While the college football playoff system isn't nowhere near as good as it could be, it's better than what we had. And in a few years, it will be better for all of college football. Hi, this is Chris Howard, host of Plugged In with Chris Howard. Get the latest odds and trends for every professional and amateur league out there. From football to basketball to soccer and esports, we've got it all at BetOnline.net. And if you love sports podcasts, you can find those at BetOnline as well. And don't forget, BetOnline for the NHL, MMA, boxing, and golf. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more. BetOnline, where the game starts. Grab a 30-day free trial of Live by Live Plus, and you'll get unlimited skips, commercial-free music, and all of the podcasts and live streaming events you can handle. Visit livexlive.com slash podcast one to learn more and start your free trial.